Jane banged her head against the wall and screamed as loud as she could. A trickle of blood ran down her nose, which she wiped away absent-mindedly. She grabbed her coat and rushed out of the apartment, putting it on as she descended the steps to the street. It didn't matter that it was the wee hours of the morning and the city was swarming with inebriated clubgoers. She didn't notice them. She didn't want this, not tonight, not tomorrow, not any day. But she had no choice, it was her destiny. As the urge grew stronger, she quickened her pace and began to run. There was only one place for her kind to seek refuge and she had to get there, a sanctuary, a place of understanding. But even as the building came into view, she knew it was too late. They were already at the back of her mind, surging forward, engulfing every thought, every impulse, every breath. She stumbled, trying to focus on her purpose, something they wanted to thwart. She slowed down, placing one foot in front of the other, resisting their desire, she wasn't going to turn back, she wasn't going to the bridge, she was worth more than that. The building was illuminated, it was open 24-7. There was a security guard at the entrance. Jane knew this, but that meant they knew it too. The whispers grew louder, becoming shouts, and she was reduced to crawling on all fours, each move a personal triumph over them. A woman bleeding from her head and crawling along a deserted street in the early hours of the morning. Jane knew what the public would see, but it didn't mean she had to do what the voices demanded. It didn't mean she was worthless and had no right to exist. It didn't mean she was trash or undeserving of life. She screamed back, conscious that her words were spoken out loud rather than in her mind. The humiliation gave way to a surge of fury that pushed them away for a moment, allowing her to stand up. The white steps leading up to the facility were now in sight, as was the security guard's booth. Relief washed over Jane as she made eye contact with the guard. But it dulled her anger, allowing them to return in full force, and she was unable to climb the stairs alone. She heard a bell ringing and several people in white coats emerged to help the security guard bring her inside. Their questions were barely audible over the cacophony in her head. Once in the reception area, she collapsed to her knees and covered her ears. Then a pair of warm hands rested on hers, and a gentle voice reached her from afar. Jane? Jane? Can you hear me? It's Ashley. Jane, look at me, raise your head. She lifted her head slightly. A light flashed in her eyes. There was rustling around her and Ashley's voice spoke again. We're going to take you to the examination room, Jane. Relief is on its way, I promise. She felt herself being lifted, and even though she thought it impossible, the noise inside her reached an entirely new level. She knew that Ashley wouldn't harm her or torture her or experiment on her. She knew she wouldn't try to hurt Ashley or escape from this place. This was where she needed to be and she repeated that to herself over and over to appease them. But they didn't stop, not until the needle entered her arm and the medication surged into her bloodstream, which fortunately only took a few seconds. She slumped back, exhausted, 
knowing that she had made it, the attack was over, she had triumphed. But it was only a single battle. As the medication took effect, Jane's mind began to calm down. The voices, the impulses, the overwhelming urge to hurt himself or others all faded away. She was left feeling numb and disconnected, but at least she was safe. Ashley sat by Jane's side, her hand resting on Jane's shoulder, offering comfort and support. It's okay, Jane, she said softly. You're safe now. She nodded, but didn't say anything. She didn't trust himself to speak without breaking down. She hated how weak and helpless she felt in these moments. She wished she could control her mind, her thoughts, her actions. But she couldn't. The mental illness she had been born with had taken control of her life. She had been coming to this facility for years now, ever since she was a teenager. It was a place of sanctuary, a place of understanding, where she could find the help he needed to manage her illness. The staff here knew him well, knew how to help him when she was in crisis. But it never got easier. Each time she had an episode, she felt like she was losing a piece of himself. Ashley squeezed Jane's shoulder gently. You want to talk about it? Jane shook her head. She didn't want to talk about the voices, the urges, the constant battle she fought every day. She didn't want to burden Ashley with her problems. But she persisted. You don't have to go through this alone, Jane. We're here to help you. She sighed heavily. I know. It's just, it's exhausting. Fighting this all the time. I feel like I'm never going to be able to live a normal life. Ashley leaned in closer. Normal is overrated, she said with a small smile. You're a fighter, Jane. You've survived this far. You can keep going. And we'll be here to support you every step of the way. She looked at her, really looked at her, and saw the kindness and compassion in her eyes. For the first time in a long time, she felt a glimmer of hope. Thank you, she whispered. She smiled again. Anytime, Jane. Anytime.